The Ringer Gambling Feed is your one-stop shop for all things betting throughout the NFL season from week one all the way through Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. We have you covered every which way. We got our favorite futures. We got props. We'll discuss the lines. And of course, we'll throw in a few parlays. That's a given. So whether you're a sharp or a square better, we'll be breaking it down in terms hopefully everybody can understand and we'll try to win some money along the way. So be sure to subscribe to the Ringer Gambling feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm personal price plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. The Rewatchables is brought to you <laughs> by the Ringer Podcast Network, where you can hear the big picture with Sean Fennessy. Julie was on. Yeah, Julie How long did you have her? It's about 18 minutes, but it was, it was honestly glorious. It was great. She was super cool. She zoomed it up with you. She zoomed it up. She made some jokes. She cursed a lot, which was mm, fun. Yeah, she she, she, she swears she like kept a it loose. It was trucker. Nice. Yeah, was like. yeah. Van Lathan, higher learning. Yeah, Ringer verse. Um, an emotional reunion with Charles Holmes. Oh my God, Charles who's now moved, moved to LA. into LA. I took him to hot water cornbread last week. He said I, that you've been showing him the the sights, so yeah. to speak. But in a real, we have to go because I have to take him deep downtown, like right outside the low bottoms. But first, it's like, yo, I want to connect you with the community. Yeah. And like, we walked in, we brought Steve with us too, Steve. Yeah. Steve looked around and it was like, <laughs> and then before you know it, before you know it, Steve was literally giving back to the community. He was sharing food with mm. black people at Hot Water Cornbread. I'm like, Steve, don't do too much now. <laughs> like, I looked around and Steve was like sharing food. Like we went and got food. I'm like, wow. Steve, you don't have to, don't overdo it now. Have you noticed Vans quietly assembling a crew? It's a little like Tony Montana and Scarface. Yep. And I think yeah. I'm Frank. You're like, oh, don't worry. I think I'm Logia. Like, yeah. hey, Tony. You're Logia. <laughs> pretty, pretty soon I'm just going to be dead. He's going to be taken by bodyguard. You could be the Charlton Heston to Steve's Paul Newman at the, you know, the March on Washington, you know, like a mm. white ally. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. Great fame and power. I'll try. <laughs> CR, what are you up to? Uh, I actually, this is a great opportunity for me to announce that uh, I'm now the new co host of the Draymond Green Show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We are going to spend the season rewatching National Lampoon's European Vacation oh, excellent. to scout the next nationality that he wants to punch in the face. Okay. So, yeah. That sounds great. Good luck with that. My name is Bill Simmons. This is the Rewatchables. Worse? How could things get any worse? Look around you, old. We're at the threshold of hell. <laughs> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation mm. is next. I give you the Griswold family Christmas tree. Deck the halls as you desire. Hope you're not getting sap all over your sweater, Clark. White cat nibbling on a wire. Ah! Pine tree sap inside your nails. Sorry. And great gifts are on sale. Wouldn't be the Christmas shopping season if the stores were any less hooter than they are. Harder than they are. Chevy Chase. Ah! National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Rated PG-13. Starts Friday, December 1st at a theater near you.
All right, see our favorite Christmas movie? Is this it? Uh, well, when I'm talking to you, I just never know what we define as a Christmas movie, but this is very high up there. That's why I start with a dig. It's the holidays. It's Die Hard is my favorite Christmas movie. Oh, that's not a Christmas there movie. There we go. Just stop. stop. It's ridiculous. Get it, get it rolling. All right. That's ridiculous. Lubricate the pot. <laughs> Do you think it's a Christmas movie, Die Hard? No. Sean? Yeah, of course it is. We, uh, did, we did this. Still yeah. 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 yeah, That's right. So okay. what's your actual Christmas movie favorite? Home Alone is my favorite Christmas movie. And I'm staring you right in the eyes. Just keep that's it moving. Fine. Yeah. Mount Rushmore, at least? Oh, for, for sure. Vacation? Yeah, this, right. Die Hard, Home Alone, and Four Christmases. What do you got, Sean? I mean, I it, I have to say it's a wonderful life, right? That's a, that's, Fair. a that's, that's my cliche, you know, movie from the 40s answer. Um, I do love this movie. I grew up on Home Alone. Yeah. I was eight years old when Home Alone came out, so you can imagine the impact it had on me. I was like, I am Kevin McAllister. Yeah. So that's 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 a huge one for me. And those come back to back with the same writer. Yeah. What do you have, Van? Uh, this is my favorite Christmas movie. Um, I'm actually going to ask a question about It's a Wonderful Life in this podcast, which just dawned on me a couple of days. This is my favorite Christmas movie. There's really nothing that's a close second. My favorite bad Christmas movie, do you guys remember Surviving Christmas? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I love that movie. Yeah. I don't know why. I think that's a good one. I, I, I it's not bad. Yeah. yeah. So, I like, like I, that, that's one that I, I watch all the time. But this is my favorite one. I think I like all Christmas movies to some degree. I even watched the Heather Graham Christmas movie. I think it was on Netflix with my wife. What was it that appealed to you about that one? Jason. Well, it was good to check in with Heather. Yeah. You know, we have a long is. history together. Have mm -hmm. you seen Jason Biggs? 12 Dates of Christmas with Amy Smart and Mark Paul Gossler? I haven't, but it's on my agenda right now. Check it out. How is it? It's, it's You know what? It's not bad. It's not bad. All the holiday movies, first of all, it makes you feel like, oh, it's officially, like, the first thing that happens with Christmas and the holidays is when you're watching football and they drop the first holiday commercial, which gets, it's earlier every year. I think this year it was, like, first week in November. They yeah. were just banging them out. But then you start seeing the ads for, like, the Hallmark movies and the Lifetime movies. And then, at some point on the streamers now, you see... They'll start popping them on. You see, Elf. I, Elf is up there for me. Me too. But yeah. Christmas Vacation is my favorite. And I think it's always been, like, immediately saw it in the theater. It was the last kind of part of the Chevy Chase run that he had in the 80s, which we'll talk about. But this was immediately good. It was immediately satisfying. Cousin Eddie showing up, pushed it over the top. <laughs> and then for 35 years now, 34 years, it's just been super reliable. It's also crisp, man. Mm. It's like, what, 96 minutes? Yeah. It's over, and you're like, man, I could have used yeah. three more scenes. They and just race through it. Doesn't waste any breath either. Like no. That's what I love about the the National Lampoon's movies. It's a some sort of joke in every scene. Either yep. there's either he's pushing it forward with his sarcastic brand of observational comedy, or there's physical comedy, or there's some slapstick deal happening right on the screen. So... The movie is very brisk, but it feels like you get a lot out of it for that for that 90. I agree. It's kind of a weirdly emotional movie, though. It is. I feel like this is the most sincere vacation movie. Yeah. It's kind of the most absurd one in some ways, too. Yeah, yeah. I absurd and sincere. Yeah. Chris Ryan, The Ringer. <laughs> <laughs> well, being stuck at the house means that they're not on a quest. Yeah. So you don't really know, like, what we're pushing towards other than just Christmas Day. Yeah. So they have to infuse it with like more feeling than like unless like episodic you know like the first two movies are so episodic they're so like first we stop here then we stop here then we stop here this is like does it start on like December 14th yeah, yeah. when they go to get the tree yeah, yeah. and and something else the other movies he's so 
wacky. He almost at some point becomes unrelatable because he's like this vacation dictator and nothing else matters. Yeah. Obviously, that's coming from some trauma or something from his childhood. But in this movie, it's very direct because you there's a scene where he laments his childhood and where you can tell what he's reaching for. Mm -hmm. It's very accessible, like yeah. why he's doing all of this. I told this story on the Vacation Rewatchables, but we, my dad's brother, Greg, we used to call his family the Griswolds, and they would go out of their way to go on these vacations and stuff. But Clark, I think the two things he really believes in is family and family being together and then the holidays, right? Which is totally relatable. And of course, the funniest thing about this movie is like the holidays usually suck and you're stuck with a bunch of people you don't really want to see or talk to. And this movie hits that kind of the best. Yeah. When the parents show up, they're fighting outside the front door right away. Then the the uncle shows up, and then cousin Eddie obviously shows up, and then you just get all thrown together, and you just kind of have to make it work. And I don't it know. becomes survival. How much time do you spend thinking about like Clark Griswold as a character with continuity? Because I kind of like the idea that he's arrived at Christmas vacation, and maybe life hasn't exactly turned out the way he wanted. You know, yeah. like he's like, I'm still at this job after 17 years. My kids somehow never get any older, you know? Yeah. <laughs> my kids are getting younger. He's fucking, my kids are Benjamin Button. Yeah. My, these yuppies moved in next door. They've got all this money, you know? Like, I, you know, my boss is Ned Beatty in Network, and I, I can't yeah. get this bonus. It, it's kind of like a, it's kind of a dark movie sometimes when you watch it that way. End of the 80s? Yeah. It kind seems like he just up. wants one thing to go right. Yes. Can I just get my fucking Christmas lights yeah. to come on? Yeah. Can I just get you guys to just have the family Christmas with me? And it's almost like this weird uh, commentary on the middle management wasteland that so many Americans were living in during that time. People that, like, were disqualified from the rat race. Yeah. And all I want is Christmas to go right, and it still won't go right. My boss won't give me the bonus and all of that shit. That's the John Hughes wheelhouse. That's what I was going to say, is I think that easy to forget that the movie is actually kind of a movie of ideas and like real themes about real people because Chevy's in it and doing so much Chevy stuff. Yeah. And he's such a zany comic actor. But John Hughes writes sincerely about the way that middle-class people live in America. That's his whole thing. So Lane's I mean, like, Trains did that, you know, same mm -hmm, kind of themes. Yeah. I just want to get back to my family. Yeah. I just want to get there. I just want to celebrate the holidays. And the, the same people, kind of I don't people. even know I really like that much. This And the Steve Martin character is not so far away from where the Clark Griswold character is in Christmas Vacation, too. Yeah. Boy, that plane train ending is still a nut kick, boy. That's some really, really getting to your look. You're, you're welling up right now. I look am. You. So, <laughs> near tears. Have we done planes? Yeah. We did. We did it. You've COVID brain. <laughs> We've talked about this. Was I on that one? I feel like I was on that one. You might have been. I feel like I was on that We're one. We're getting to the phase of the show now where we've forgotten yeah. the movies that we've done. I was watching I don't Terminator. Think I, was I think you were. I don't think I was. I was watching Terminator 2 and I emailed Chris and Van saying how the first 35 minutes of Terminator 2 might be the best 35 minutes to start a movie ever and had forgotten that the three of us had done Terminator 2 <laughs> and we watched this. How have we not done this? The, I was like, real, oh, we did this. The four alarm like Bill needs to be put in a home will be like, you checked out Heat? <laughs> 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 kind of an underrated 90s crime movie. Let me know. <laughs> we could almost do that one multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> Chevy. 83, Vacation, Best Defense with Eddie Murphy. 85, Fletch, European Vacation, Spies Like Us. 86, Three Amigos. 88, Funny Farm. 89, Fletch Lives, which I still don't support. And then 89, Christmas Vacation. So he bangs out nine movies in seven years. I think all of them did really well. This is kind of the end of the road for Funny him, Funny Farm didn't, right? 
I love Funny Farm. I like I Funny Farm too. Yeah, too. I love it too. I, it kind of ties into okay. research where it's like he wanted George Roy Hill yeah. to direct this, and they were like, "Well, no." Another movie where I think it's a little bit misunderstood because it has a zany poster of Chevy Chase looking goofy, and they think it's one kind of a movie. But when you watch the movie, it's actually a little more sophisticated than that. Yeah. A little more interesting. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's sight gags for how many years in a row here. Even when he goes in the attic, which is one of the best scenes in this movie. Yeah. And it's like, all right, he's going to step on that piece of wood. Yeah. It's like old school Buster even, Keaton pratfall stuff. Who does this now? Mm, physical comedy is not I think super it's gone, popular. man. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Like, I feel like Will Ferrell could have gone this way, but then just I, wanted no part of it. I feel like the dude perfect jackass like stunts. era of yeah. stunt stuff kind of obviated the need for our big Chris's movie guys. stars to do it. Yeah, yeah. All, my, all my homies. I mean... Jack- jackass I mean, is great. I what, we, should do, we should just do a Jackass rewatchables. Honestly. Also, it, it, it watching somebody like get tased in the nuts yeah. for real. Yeah. It's just different. I used it's just it's different. Like I yeah. wanna love the like the ballet of Chevy on the on the ladder, but I actually do like seeing people like staple be, like, willingly be shot with riot shotguns. Yeah. You know? yeah. Just get yeah. smacked in the face with a giant oversized hand. Yeah. I'm into that. What's yeah. the right age to show your son? All of the jackass movies. I have just to tell you, though, that I, 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 I have a feeling that if, <laughs> if Ben hasn't already seen it, like he's seen something equivalent to it on TikTok or YouTube. Yeah. I was going to say the answer is five years old. Yeah. That's, right. when we started watching them. <laughs> that's when we banged out all the jackass movies. So uh, once again, I'm not a great father. Written by John Hughes during this incredible John Hughes stretch that we've covered over and over again. This is a 10 year run culminating in Home Alone, which becomes one of the most successful movies of all time. Directed by Jeremiah Chechik. Jeremiah Chechik, yeah. Jeremiah Chechik. Any any thoughts on his IMDb? We Sean? were just, I was, I was yeah, just, we were preparing for this. Yeah, uh, a curious career. Yeah, um, never made a movie like this again. No, he shortly thereafter made the remake of Clouseau's Diabolique with Sharon Stone and Isabella Johnny. A fave that didn't work. <laughs> I think Chaz Palminteri I was the male it. lead. Yeah. Yeah. And certainly he did. Uh, yeah. I support all the Sharon Stone <laughs> franchise. Right. I mean, was watching Basic Instinct 2 the other night. Yeah. So I, I yeah. feel like I just have to support the franchise. He yeah. made Benny and June um, yep. in the Johnny Depp movie. And Which was a beloved movie by the white girls in high school. Is that true? Mm. Oh, Jesus Christ. I think you might have known more about white girls than I did in high school. That probably so. Uh, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. uh, Life could have went a different way, Sean. <laughs> well, I'm married to one now, so it's okay. Oh, it worked go. out. <laughs> um, and Bronx is Burning. <laughs> The ESPN miniseries he directed. Yeah. Mm. With Totoro oh, and, wow. and, and Oliver Platt. God, they were making that as as it was airing. We were wondering if you had any thoughts on that one. I just remember that was right when I was getting involved in ESPN content and they ordered like eight episodes of it and the schedule was kind of condensed and they were like finishing stuff as mm. they were filming. Oh, yeah. and it was it was pretty hairy. Wouldn't say he has a auteur point of view. This movie's pretty well done though. It's yeah. pretty it's pretty it's crisp. solid. The biggest thing I learned in the research from a movie I've, I can't, I've watched this at least once a year, I think. Mm. I don't know how many times total, but every year I watch this around holidays. In the research, they said this movie may have inspired what we see now in LA and I'm sure in other cities, but especially here, the Christmas lights on the houses, how over the top yeah. it is. Uh, I include my house right now. Mm. Um, they said nobody really had kind of put the pieces together till this movie. I don't know if I believe that, but I also can't. Seems unlikely. Do you right? do your own, uh, light hanging? Of course not. I can't even freaking brush my teeth. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so what's your, this is very interesting. What's, what, what's your job then? Are you like, 
the director of lights? Are you? Are this you... is my wife's domain. I my oh. job is to walk outside the house and say that looked great. Oh. <laughs> I see. I did not see you. Maybe like a, money. a Mike Greenwell or Ellis Burks <laughs> jersey on, <laughs> and you're up in the fucking with, ladder. with the old red yeah. socks. Uh. No, that is not. That's not me. That was my stepdad, though. Yeah. My stepdad was kind of the... There's just certain people who have the Clark Griswold in them. They're like, I'm doing this myself. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get there. I'm yeah. going to look the tree. Our friend Zach is like this. Yes. He's, he, my my yeah. wife is like this. Well, we, we've considered a, a Santa, inflatable Santa for the roof kind of thing. Ooh. Some people... It, I mean, it's part of... The work is the part of Christmas, right? Like, yeah. I never wanted to work, ever. So, yeah. like, going out Christmas shopping, hassle. Lights, hassle, mm -hmm. tree, hassle, 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 hassle. I much would I would much rather drive through Candy Cane Lane and look at other people's stuff than like yeah. put it up for my and then own go stuff. home to an unlit, somber condo, uh, like a somber <laughs> condo. No Christmas. All I do for Christmas put the dog in a hat. So you're Todd and Margo. Yep. Yeah. I'm definitely Todd and Margo. <laughs> I connected with them so much. <laughs> And I even run in a sauna suit. No bullshit. Like I, like I run, like I run around the neighborhood in a sauna suit. You're like, you're a late eighties yuppie. A hurt. little bit. I'm like I'm not looking a little fluffy. I need to pull a little sweat. I run around the neighborhood in a sauna suit. I'm I'm them way more than I am the Griswold. Where do you stand on fake tree people? anymore? <laughs> well, well, I, I want to talk about this. We just had a conversation about this. So, you know, my dad is a little bit of a Clark Griswold too. Puts up the lights all by himself. Vacations yeah. in the car, all that stuff. And he called me last year. And he's, we were FaceTiming and he shows me the tree. He you know, show, shows me the, the Christmas tree every year at his house. And I was like, oh, wow, it looks amazing. It looked really good. It looked too good. Yeah. And I was like, is that, dad, is that a fake tree? And he's like, yes, it is. <laughs> and I was like, dad, you raised me to be a real tree man. Yeah. I've been buying real trees in my home for the last 15 years. You betrayed me. Real treat man and real stick man. And, well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you he did not train me to be that. Uh, but he he's made a total change. And now he's like the Bernie Sanders of fake trees. He's like, fake trees are the only way to go. Universal fake trees for everyone. What's his rationale? He's like, no needles. Needle, ah, needles mm. are death in the house. And if Hard you drop the up. needles and the cleanup is a, is a fucking hassle. And... This was the first year where I got a real tree again this year. And I was like, this is a mistake. I need a fake tree. So the argument I have for fake trees, which I do not have. I have a, a Douglas fir, whatever the hell we got this year. Yeah. But I want to introduce an idea that Christmas next day, turn off the tree. You know, you turn, just turn it off. Go through New Year's. You're socially exhausted. Go through the first week of January. Get back to work. That weekend, second Christmas. And you fucking flick the lights back. Oh, on, there you go. And everybody is back. And then we have second <laughs> just one day. parties just to get us through the first month of 2024 where everybody's depressed. But don't do dry January. Do dry February. You uh -huh. know, like mm. one more holiday party to get us kicked into the 2024. Do we do That's gifts interesting. again? What? Do we do gifts again? I don't know. Honestly, it could just be like a, a holiday party. Because I'm fucking with this. <laughs> I'm fucking with second Because there's no like real reason to hang out in the first couple months of the Could year. Could it be Super Bowl weekend where it's like just everything? As you know, one of my goals in life is to make Super Bowl weekend into a national, much more national of a holiday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and much more mm -hmm. of an event and everybody gets Monday off. I like that. Man. Yeah. Look, maybe we can, we can bring together our two philosophies here. Do you have anyone in your life that never gets rid of the tree after Christmas? I've had trees that were clearly rotting decrepit yeah, yeah. and my yeah. wife was still like there, there's still some we we got a couple more days in here and it's like that smell 
is weird. Like yeah. that smell is dying sap. Yeah. My dad is, my dad and my stepmom are legendary for waiting too long to get rid of their tree. And there was one time when I went back to visit right around the Celtics playoffs and the tree was still no, up. No. It was no April. I'm telling so you, it's April. Is it? And I was like, the tree's sitting, my dad's like, yeah, we haven't gotten around to it. I'm like, you're retired. Yeah. What are you talking about? Is it laziness or the not willing to let go of the season? It seems like just we'll get to it and then you never get to it. Mm -hmm. Same reason my dad still doesn't have Netflix since he got <laughs> bounced off my account. The one just thing won't is, sign up for it and then complains about how it is. You can tell though, like those trees become like basically tinder boxes the longer <laughs> they live. Like you're right. just like, this is just a pure accelerant in my <laughs> <laughs> It's a fire hazard. Also, I think the tree is like instant happiness though man people the tree is so symbolic like, yeah my mother and my grandmother put all kinds of weird stuff on the tree like african spiritualist stuff and mm -hmm. different onks and all of that type of shit hanging from the tree and they leave it up for too long but it's because it just means a happy time and people can't let go of this shit man Do it's you... a vicious circle the more you get invested in christmas the harder it is to let it go yeah that's know? why christmas symbolizes life no, it's it coming. Death, you go actually. get the tree. Oh, there's wow. presents, the and then at the end you're thrown yeah. out of right. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Let's talk about Jesus. The you reason know, for the season. Really about. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to um, get into that, but we. Could. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a game changer with kids. Like I, this is really the first Christmas that I'm having with a kid. Oh yeah, and it's. I, I, two, two to nine. It's still there. It's still the the wonder because I'm not around kids anymore. No, it's they amazing. They believe it's amazing. Santa Claus, Elf in the yeah. We had Elf. We were doing parent corners on Elf in the Shelf. Me and Sal for years because my stupid kids believed the Elf was moving every day, and it was if it didn't, they were in trouble. Like, and then they turned ten, and they're like. I can't believe I fell for that shit. Yeah, this basically yeah. becomes the attitude. We got to bring uh, Sean's daughter a present the other day, and I I did like vicariously like realize like oh my god like this present is like three quarters the size of this child and <laughs> yeah. they were like. <gasps> And yeah, like, really, the wonder yeah. of the season is it, pretty, pretty it, Christmas it, and Halloween it, it are like the, two of the best reasons to have kids. Another See, good reason is when you get older, they take care of you <laughs> before you die. <laughs> but those Christmas and Halloween, See, awesome. I, I have to have kids, and I'll tell you why. Because like I'm too cerebral about all of this now. Like yeah. I only get kiss, Christmas gifts for the nieces and nephews every other year. Yeah. It's just too many of them. Oh, these yeah. motherfuckers not gonna break me every yeah. year. I don't yeah. even get shit from them. You have I, a big family. Yeah, you do, yeah. I, I get nothing back from. Well, you got to take care of your crew too for when you do the ringer coup. That's true. Yeah, yeah the whole Steve's gift. You almost you have everybody. Yeah, yeah. Steve you know? gives a lot of gifts. I don't get any. Get Lindbergh a gift. No, I should. Is it because he's white? No, wow, no. look at that. Is Lindbergh in the crew? <laughs> Jesus. Lindbergh? Oh, Ben has numbers. How, how about this? How about this? <laughs> yes. We have a meeting about it's this It's going to be like, Chris is in the crew. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, Chris. Me, me and Lindbergh took, literally, we left a screening. I'll tell you how Lindbergh got initiated into the crew. We left a screening in New York. And we took a nighttime stroll through Central Park. Well, he's a night owl. Wow. Ben yeah, like doesn't go to sleep. We took a well, nighttime work out at like four in the morning. He's just, uh, yeah. yeah. It's, he's weirdly jacked. Yeah. yeah. Ben's diesel and doesn't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> the ringer oral history would be like the. 12th He's also been deferring his salary since <laughs> 2011, <laughs> like Otani. Like Otani. <laughs> so, do you believe that this movie inspired the Christmas light boom? I feel like I'm, I'm willing to believe it, but I don't know if it's I think true. that the run of Die Hard, Home Alone, and this, like, maybe I could, I could see a connection between that and like the modern like obsession with adorning. Like, you almost want to be a Christmas, part of those movies. Christmas movie yeah. culture. Yeah. So, I was a little kid before this movie came out. 
And I vividly remember me and my siblings piling into the car to go drive to the neighborhoods where they really did up the lights. So I have to assume that this didn't, maybe it inspired it even more, but it was happening before Well, that. I mean, I was in college when this movie came out, but when I was a kid, I mean, the, the Christmas movie boom hadn't happened. So mm. all the Christmas movies yeah. were like, it's a wonderful life and yeah. shit that yeah. was Miracle on 34th Street. Before yeah. I was, yeah. Way before that. I was born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my dad's family would always be like, oh, we got to watch. And I was always like, these movies kind of suck. Where are the movies for me? And then all of a sudden, yeah. you just started making them. I mean, you could say this and Home Alone just start and yeah. maybe Die Hard. If, if you, you know what I forgot to mention Christmas that I love movie. is Black Christmas, the slasher movie. That's one of the great Christmas movies. I kind of liked the remake of that, too. There have been two. Which one? The one the with... recent one? There was one like 2006. Image and Poots in one of them? That was the one a few years ago. I like that yeah. one. Do you, I like a horror movie. Where do you guys stand on the battle between this Christmas and almost Christmas that splits up the African-American community? Oh, explain it to us. Okay, so this Christmas is a movie with um, uh, Chris Brown, um, Lauren London, mm. Idris oh, Elba. Like Lauren London. Okay, Almost Christmas is a movie that stars Gabrielle Union, Omar Epps, uh, Danny Glover, Monique. It's a Will Packer production. That's the one I'm familiar with. Right. That one to me is better. But yeah. I want to get... I like to start... Is the former Malcolm Lee movie? I, I can't remember if Malcolm... So is this like a Malcolm LeBron did... versus Michael Jordan type of argument? Or is it well, people don't... I don't think Malcolm did either one of them. He, but because there was all kinds of problems on the... Um... I feel like the Best Man Holiday is the best one of the... The Black Christmas movies. Best, uh, best Man Holidays. Fucking tight. Right there. there. I love that. That's kind of like a cheat code, though, because you're taking you're all the, the people, best man, the yeah, best yeah, man yeah. and all of that but stuff. Best Man Holiday is good. It's really good. What about Tyler Perry comes down the chimney? <laughs> <laughs> is that, a, that's, is that Madea, also a horror Madea's, movie? Wait, yeah. Madea's got a Christmas movie, doesn't she? I don't yeah. know. I think I'm, I'm sure Madea's got a Christmas movie. I told you, Tyler's cooking right now, man. Tyler's cooking. He's cooking. Tyler saw the Netflix dad and he's like, Tyler is He's got his own network. All them shows are hidden, man. What did you think of the Christmas scene in Oppenheimer? <laughs> Which episode to get to that is part? that? Yeah. Is that episode three? <laughs> Ep three? <laughs> I still haven't seen Barbie, Sean. Uh, this, movie, <laughs> this movie had a $25.5 million budget. It made $73.3 million. Is that, so now you're just doing all box office returns in that voice. <laughs> <laughs> Tripled the budget. Yeah, it's good. Roger Ebert, two stars. Damn, Raj. Raj isn't really ending the year well. Raj the Grinch. It's not his fault. You know what? It's a hard time for film critics. They're really busy. Yeah, all these top 10 lists. He said, the movie is curious in how close it comes to delivering on its material. Sequence after sequence seems to contain all the necessary material to be well on the way toward a payoff. And then it somehow doesn't work. Fuck you, Raj. <laughs> I completely disagree. Okay, let me just ask. Am I alone in thinking this is... It goes... This is the third best vacation. Wrong. I disagree. Oh, I I I have it second. So easily. you guys don't like Europe. I think it's the best one, but European. It, you think is the best one? No, 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 not European. I think this one is the best one. And then National Lampoon. The and National Lampoon. European. European. I have European. I love third. European, but I just I think it doesn't compare to the other two as well. I like European a lot. I think it might be my second. I, I actually really? think Vegas is ahead of European. Wow, man! Amy they took the National Lampoon out of Vegas. <laughs> they did. It's not Vegas. Lampoon. They were just like people love cousin Eddie. He's like, let, <laughs> let let him cook. Let's run yeah. some misos. Yeah. and just have. There's some... an elite Ethan Embry performance in Vegas. I actually like Vegas. Vegas. I would like Vegas vacation more than Euro. Also, I'm a gambling guy. You know, My I'm biggest... gambling again. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest <laughs> Sean likes all Vegas movies. My biggest issue with, with uh, Euro is how bad Rusty is. 
He yeah, sucks. Rusty just yeah, fucking. He's bad. It's Sophia yeah. Coppola, Godfather three level bad. <laughs> just, she just caught right. her straight for no reason. <laughs> she's bad. She's what? bad. But what are you talking about? She was horrible in that. Who, movie. who is it? It's, she it's James Michael in the first one. Jason Lively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not you, a lot. Of this, do you think it's just the him. right place, right time when you saw a thing? For I think you? it was, it led to a sexual awakening. I was just going to say yeah. that's the thing for me. See, I knew, I knew we were going to get this. But not. It was one of the first PG thirteen movies. But it was like it was weird sexual undertones, the breasts, and all of the stuff. That's what I remember about that movie. Yeah, it's horny. Yeah, yeah. But it's you know it's an Amy Heckerling movie. I think it's you know it's got a lot of pizzazz. All right. <laughs> Not for me. CR. I thought, can you save it for Byron Mayo later when you get horny? Wait, Sean, which, um, which is, I, I've never, wait a minute, have, have I heard horny CR before? Yeah, he's, he's in it's the been, form it's of been Byron Mayo. late-breaking, uh, emerging New part character. of the persona. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do it later and you'll yeah. understand. I'm into it. New have you seen of An Officer and a Gentleman? Yeah. Okay. Then you'll understand. You know when Robert Loggia reveals his lower torso yeah. the first 10 minutes of the movie? <laughs> right. Big inspiration for Chris. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Byron Mayo has taken over Wayne Jenkins. It's 2022. We're going to take a break and do rewatchable scenes. This episode is supported by State Farm. Think about your first reaction after you have an accident. What do you do? You scream, oh no, or man, oh, why did this happen? On the flip side, Let's say you buy a new car or you lease a new car, get in there and it smells great. And you're like, man, this is awesome. But just remember, really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need. Have coverage options to protect the things you value most. File claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to somebody. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, rewatchable scene. Opening, basically the opening scene, Clark gets tailgated and buys a tree. There's a lot going on here. Um, Clark you ever, driving. You ever tried the going under the truck move? It's hard, especially <laughs> in that car. <laughs> Does that mean you have? But I've thought about it. Sometimes you drive by a truck, you're like, could I just fly through there? Um, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> But you can see, you, I you, can kind of see him you, in his car. I get bored listening on a long to drive. NBA radio. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to Tur Justin and Eddie. Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. You're thinking about calling in. Yeah. You know? <laughs> this bill for Hancock a couple of times. Yeah. Um, I like what the wife says, Clark. I don't want to spend the holidays dead. dead. She's yeah. just dropping off lines left and right. I like Frozen Audrey when they actually get yeah, to the trees. Good. I like when he says. There's three of the thimble of the Grithwald family because <laughs> his tongue's frozen. And I'm going to give that the Den of Thieves, Benihana award scene stealing location as well. I like all the trees. Mm. I'm good to just see all those. But like that Christmas scene is trees. like what I'm talking about, though. Think of all the fun. Think yeah, of all the funny, funny, funny things in there. 20 funny things that happen. And even the last scene, they don't let you get off without kicking you in your nuts with a little bit more funny. Yeah. Dad, did you bring a saw? Something else, huh, Russ? Yeah, Dad. Isn't it beautiful, Audrey? She'll see it later, honey. Her eyes are frozen. Most enduring traditions of the season are best enjoyed in the warm embrace of kith and kin. The three are the symbol of the spirit of the Grithwald family Christmas. Dad, did you bring a saw?
and then they've uprooted the fucking tree out of the. It's just hilarious. It's it's some, an unanswerable question there. You know, I, the, 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 okay, how did yeah, they get the goddamn that, that's, tree? That's frozen. A, yeah. <laughs> don't don't give me a like unanswerable question. The first three minutes of the movie, right? right. Well, the tree also changes sizes a couple of times. Mm. Yeah. The tree they're getting, there's no way that fits. Yes. It's bigger than his entire house, yeah. but that's fine. It's a Christmas uh, comedy movie. The parents show up. The chaos of that scene when the parents, one guy says, they took a pint of, a pint of fluid out of my back. And then the next parent's like, you see this mole? And it's just like <laughs> classic old people shit. Merry Christmas. Oh, oh, mom. Knock on the door. You know, they took a pint of fluid out of my lower back. You see this mole? This mole in my neck? You think it's changing color? No. Well, you keep touching it, it's getting redder. I got hemorrhoids. Can you believe that? Oh, mother. Isn't that terrible? You're not getting the parking. What age does that happen? 70s. Really? Yeah. Because you come over here, baby. Come over here and look at this. What 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 my mom got on her thigh? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking want to know. I love you to death. I'm like, what age do they start doing that? 70s. You think this is melanoma? I, what what do I look like? <laughs> I talk about Marvel movies for a minute. Yeah. Like, you look like an oncologist. Yeah. yeah. You think Biden does that now? God, no. No, Biden, Biden's old. Yeah. Where he's just he's in the White House. Yeah. He's like, what is that? Hunter, come and, in here. Yeah, Hunter, come in, here, chief look. of staff. Yeah. Come on in here. Um, Clark shows up. The Christmas lights. They don't work. 250 strands of light, 100 individual bulbs per strand for a grand total of 25,000 imported Italian twinkle lights. Hey! 25,000. Well, I hope nobody I know drives by and sees me standing in the yard staring at the house in my pajamas. If they know your dad, they won't think anything of it. Oh. Fire it up, Dad! I dedicate this house to the Griswold family Christmas. Oh. Drum roll, please. Drum roll. Oh, oh, uh. And then he thinks they're gonna work, and he says, the drum roll, please, and they just never work. I, Chevy Chase is the funniest shit's not going right for me right now, and I'm trying to save it, actor. Would you put him and Will Farrell in the finals? Those are both good ones. I was thinking about it's a, it's a talent that nobody under forty has anymore. Uh, Steve Martin did this too. He was good. Yeah, he's right. In Parenthood, he's really good yeah. at that. Um, anybody under forty? Sandler Sandler could do it sometimes. Yeah, <sighs> Sandler's a little over the top though. Yeah, yeah. He has rage, but he can yeah. still. Yeah, right. He yeah. did the rage version of it. Billy Madison and stuff. Anybody under forty with that? You know. I was thinking you about have to be a physical comedian has to be part of it. I like I Vince think, Vaughn doing this. Yeah, too. yeah. I was thinking about this in recasting. There isn't a Chevy Chase right now, and there hasn't no. been for a long time. Like a guy who 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 delivers like that. Like those guys are kind of gone, right? I think it has to be somebody that had, like, he had like crazy sketch comedy background in yeah. front of audiences. Yeah. Right, he's in Groundlings and the Second City, all that stuff. And I think you have to. You learn when you're on in stage every night. You learn this physical version of comedy that I just don't know if people do anymore. Yeah, it's we, a pretty amazing combination of that, the physical stuff, and then like the constant ad lib seeming smart ass remarks. Yeah, a lot of a lot of sap in here. Right. Plus, plus he's six two and handsome. That's the thing. That that yeah. was the thing. Is he was mm -hmm. like he was like I'm gonna evolve or devolve depending on how you see him. Cary Grant. You know, it's like how can a guy this handsome be this funny? 
while surrounded by all these people who are shorter than him, less beautiful than him. But this is, you mentioned this, like, this is the end. This is the, this is the last big movie that he started. Mm. It's a 15-year run, which is a long time, because the first season of SNL is in 75, and he basically runs that all the way through to 89, which is, and he was late when he got started. I think he was like 31, 32 mm -hmm. in SNL. So it's about as long of a run as you're going to have because at some point you got to do the Bill Murray thing and reinvent yourself as a dramatic actor and find Wes Anderson. Right, right. He never really did that. that was That's kind of what Will Ferrell was trying to man, do now. Kind of Memoirs yeah. of Invisible yeah. Man. Yeah. And then there yeah. was a like a truly beloved, bizarre movie. Remember Nothing But Trouble? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right after this. Right yeah. after this. like, And then that was kind of, I remember a but couple years bombed. after that. I like that one. I love, I love that movie. I love the movie, but it's, it, it's, it's so bad It's though. so yeah. bad and weird and off. Yeah. Like, it's just an yeah. odd There's movie. like four characters playing multiple, four actors playing multiple characters. Major Dan Aykroyd yeah. check in that movie. And Candy. Yeah. When that Candy's good. This yeah. is a weird time for comedy yeah. and I think part of it is the cocaine the is starting to wear off. When you get to this, but this is when Forty Eight Hours Two happens, yeah. which mm -hmm. I'm still mad about. Yeah, this is the do you ever want to do an angry rewatchables with the middle of Forty Eight Hours Two? I actually kind of like another Forty Eight Hours. Pull up Eddie Murphy. I kind of so like it. mad. I'm just saying, I, I, the, the the biker gang. I kind of like. Listen, it. Listen, I'm not saying I haven't watched it sixty times. <laughs> it just makes me mad. It's like a, it's an angry watch for me. You have those movies where you're just like, God damn it, why didn't you get yes. this right? Mm -hmm. Yes, you had all this. Also, there are new guys coming at this point. Those guys are like, I mean, obviously some other guys. New comedy are, guys. Uh, new comedy guys yeah. are coming around at this point and it's, they're kind of seeding it. Yeah, it's volume one of the SNL crew is kind of mm. winding down. Right, 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 right. We're on the precipice of like Mike Myers and all those guys coming. Yeah, Jim yeah. Carrey. Or, Dana or right Carvey's the already Dana there. Carvey, yeah, yeah, Harvey, yeah. guys like that. Yeah. The funniest know. man ever, Phil Hartman, is is in the mix. Yeah, RIP. Phil Hartman was a little Chevy Chase-esque in a way, a little bit more of a of, of a performer. Gave you Did more characters. characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is where Machine Gun Kelly kept who he called in prison parlance his bitch. Everyone here calls me Vicky. <laughs> what a, okay, so there's four guys right in this time. It's Steve Martin, it's Bill Murray, it's Chevy, and it's Eddie Murphy. Mm -hmm. It's a real who, who but you Eddie But Eddie never did physical comedy like this. Robin he was always wise Maybe Robin, oh, Robin. But just Robin in terms of really like either. movie stars, yeah. comedy yeah. movie star, male movie stars in the 80s. Like the 90s, Robin Williams becomes actually a much bigger movie star. Well, and then Jim right. Carrey takes the physical. Mm -hmm. yeah. He yeah. basically takes the Chevy Chase yeah. torch. And like Ben Stiller comes along. Like a lot yeah. of people come along who Adam get Sandler, in there. Adam yeah, Sandler, you know, and Vince Wilson. Vaughn stuff. Yeah. But like those four guys pretty much define the decade for comedy movies. Yep, for sure. With so Bill Murray. Is your question, which one is Bill your, Murray. Who's, who's your guy? Favorite? I know Eddie is your guy, right? That's your that's your number Eddie's one? my eternal guy. Are you basing this on the you don't actual think I'm movies they made or on their persona? I think both. I think they're all distinct and cool I think I like Bill Murray's movies more and I think I like Chevy Chase as like his style of comedy. That God damn it, that's a really tough call. I think Chevy Chase has a better library, honestly. If you're, if you're stuck with 10, if you had to take 10 DVDs to a desert island. Oh, I'd take Bill Murray. Yeah. Bill take Murray? Caddy I'm take saying Bill from this 15 year stretch. Bill Murray is, I But mean, from 75 to 90, I think Chevy has a better library. And then I think Murray catches What years? What about Bob? That's after 90. After 90. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 91. 90, yeah. 91. Yeah, because he, because because Chevy, I saw it seems like old times and foul play, mm -hmm. plus <laughs> all the stuff. And uh, well, that's what's interesting maze. about it, right? Because like M Bill Murray was there to fill in for Chevy after he leaves in some ways, he's like filling the gap yeah. on SNL. But then it takes 10 years for Murray to basically succeed him as the male movie star of that time, too. Yeah, you know, it, it's, it's interesting when you think about it. Number one, I'll say one thing about seems like old times that to me was the version of the career that Chevy Chase like could have had. Because that's Chevy Chase to me at his best. 
Chevy Chase. I, it's an all timer for me. I can't believe we haven't done it yet. I, that Which one seems like old times. Oh, he's yeah. got all the things that you're talking about. He's, he's a leading man. He's a leading man. Yeah. He's but like he, he's handsome. He's suave. He's funny. All of that stuff. But I will say. You know, Bill Murray, Ghostbusters is like 1984, right? Yeah. yeah. That's the biggest fucking movie right. in the world. Yeah. 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 But Chevy, in the 80s, I think Chevy has a more consistent run. Totally agree. But in the 90s, then Bill Murray is like firing on all cylinders. Yeah. He's like mm. a kingpin and he's, yeah, yeah. I loved Golden Hawk. I just want you to know that. Like, Brett, she is adorable. That's a really, really beautiful. Of all the things that have been remade, I, I can't believe nobody's tried to fuck that. Should one we do up. Goldie Hawn month? Wildcats. Well, Sean like Shad on Private Benjamin. I know. That's not what it was in his biggest. I said no one under 35 30. has seen it. Yeah. And you know, I, looked, I confirmed. I looked it up that night after you said that. Private Benjamin was a bigger movie Where did that you made look more money than Full Metal Jacket. I just looked at all the, the numbers. Yeah, but it was like the sixth biggest movie. But when the movie was released, no one under 35 was alive. They made a TV show about it. It was so. It became such Did you a just phenomenon. say it's bigger than Full Metal Jacket? Obviously, it's bigger than Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> no, like, these guys like, said Full Metal Jacket no, was the, the biggest. No, the conversation was about what is the was best Apex Mountain uh, basic training. Yes, movie. and that we said we said Apex Mountain best? for basic yes. training. Well, the best is Full Metal Jacket. Yes, like, that it, was what we were talking. Yeah, about. But Full Metal is, Jacket wasn't successful when it came out. But it was considered really But that's not the context of Apex Mountain. You mean the movie? You're the one who invented it. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm telling you, <laughs> this is like fucking playing basketball and finding out traveling is legal, right? Like, <laughs> listen, you gotta bend your own way. When it came out, it was that Apex Mountain. It eventually became okay. the best. Okay, but Private so Benjamin, Private was Benjamin a next week. I'm so Goldie, Goldie Hawn month. No, yeah. we're definitely not doing Private Benjamin. We will do Full Metal Jacket. Can we? Yeah. One before we stop the feed, can we do Wildcats? Oh, with Woody and Wesley. Yeah, I love that movie. How many Goldie Hawn movies have, have been done on the rewatch? None. Zero. We've never had the Goldie Hawn conversation. Well, Shampoo is one we got to do at some point. Shampoo? That's, That's going to have an Shampoo. Shampoo is amazing. Overboard. I was just going to say Overboard. People love Overboard. Uh, yeah. Overboard, man. Overboard's classic. I love Goldie Hawn. Most adorable uh, woman in Hollywood history. Next rewatchable scene. <laughs> Forgot we were doing that. This has been a good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're veering. Mm -hmm. The lights finally go on and off and on and off. Love it. And finally go on. There's so many good moments in this. <laughs> the garage extension cord that has 20 things the, plugged the, into that it is, is so good. Like, <laughs> so good. You, you just, everybody had that one weird part of the house where your uh -huh. dad had plugged in 62 things yeah. into one Kmart extension cord. Uh -huh. Yeah. It's so good. So um, and then he'd be like, you have to unplug that to plug that in. We'll just, right. We just won't use the TV for an hour. <laughs> I love when he's Clark's emotional when it goes on and he says to his dad, thanks, dad. You taught me everything I know about exterior illumination. <laughs> uh, Eddie just shows up in the middle of it. It's already a really good scene. And all of a sudden, Eddie's there. He's like, hey, Eddie. And it's like, Eddie. <laughs> and there's this uh, SUV and he goes through his family and... They look at the daughter and they're like, hey, what happened with Ruby Sue? It's like, funniest thing, her eyes aren't crossed anymore. <laughs> and he goes, ah, she falls in a well, eyes get crossed, gets kicked by a mule, and they uncross. <laughs> you remember Ruby Sue? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Her eyes aren't crossed anymore. That's something, ain't it? Huh? She falls in a well, eyes go cross. She gets kicked by a mule, they go back to normal. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and this here's our pride and joy, snots. Pretty name, Ed. <laughs> yeah, we named him that because he's got this sinus condition. <laughs> 
not, you roll over and let Uncle Clark scratch your belly. You ain't never seen a set on a dog like this one's got, Clark. <laughs> That's okay, Eddie. <laughs> That's something, ain't it? You pet him, Clark, on the belly. And that's the thing about Eddie. Like, they're so, he's so, so disgusting. The dog has a sinus condition. Yeah. yeah his name's yeah. Snot. Like, every, Rocky has a lip fungus. It's a lip, yeah. You might not want to do that. Everything is a joke. He's got a, a lip fungus they haven't identified yet. <laughs> Eddie is, is all time in this. Mm-hmm. I like when he talks about Snot. So, oh, he's got a set of balls on him. <laughs> Drink him can of Penzoil. I like when they're walking through the supermarket. And Eddie is just loading yeah, up the I have car Purina. with stuff. What's yeah. the best? It's just like, it's such it's a funny bit. all the dog bit. food. Right. And he just keeps putting Purina on the... <laughs> yeah. He's just pointing the things and, and, and knowing that he's not paying. Yeah. Like, he's just pointing the things and he's putting them in there. I love it. It's all Chevy I had doing, that like, spit takes, watching him put the dog food into yeah. his face the whole time. Mm-hmm. Next one I had was Clark and Eddie hanging out in the living room when Clark's wearing that... I mean, uh, Eddie's wearing... It's like a V-neck, but he also has a turtleneck. Yeah. And uh, and he's telling them about how the dog will hump his leg every once in a while. It's best that you let him finish. Right. Snots. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, and then Clark says, can I refill your eggnog for you? Get you something to eat? Drive you out to the middle of nowhere and leave you for dead? The sledding scene is the, you know, the dumbest scene in the movie. Non-caloric like silicon-based kitchen lubricant sledding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I still like it. Is that what you were using during European vacation? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's best if you just let me finish. Just let him finish. <laughs> Stots. Oh, Christ. Eddie admits the metal plate in his head, it was replaced because every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants. <laughs> <laughs> they had to replace it with plastic. Oh, shit. Uh, See, it's not going to look right. If he gets did it. Does does Eddie is Eddie an even better character now that we know that Randy Quaid is a real fruitcake? So I was gonna ask, did does Randy Quaid being a lunatic hurt? Does Randy Quaid becoming Eddie. Eddie in real life like hurt Eddie? <laughs> yeah, I kind of wish I didn't know all the Randy Quaid stuff. It's like the most predictable thing it yeah. feels like. Yeah, because you know Eddie mean? was Yeah, that he actually became that. It seems almost meta. Yeah. But I love Randy Quaid, man. Clark and Eddie go shopping. You mentioned this. I like when he goes, how's the live, how's the live bait business, Eddie? That's apparently Eddie's business, mm-hmm. live bait. Um, and then he talks about how he lost his money and how if only we had the money we sent the preacher who was screwing the hockey player. The hockey it's, player. Not, it's not even explained. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what about his kids? All oh, his kids can fend for themselves. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, your kids. No, your kids, Eddie. Christmas Eve dinner with the overcooked turkey. <laughs> Sorry. Why are you crying? I told you we put it in too early. Oh, it's just a little dry. It's fine. I told you. Here's the heart. Is that your big kahuna burger word for best yes. use of food yes. and drink? It's or would you go ahead and slurp in the eggnog? We put it in too early. <laughs> oh, there's the heart. <laughs> the heart. And then they're chewing on the goddamn turkey for the rest of the day. Yeah. And the cat shit and the jello. Yeah. Yeah. I also like when they're at the table and Clark's saying, I saw, saw a sled last night. I think it was Santa Claus to the kids. And Eddie goes, you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then Clark doesn't get his bonus. That's when he slurps the egg, the egg nog, and and he has his crazy it's monologue, good. which it's we'll good. just play. It's good. Uh, hey, 
If any of you are looking for any last-minute gift ideas for me, I have one. I'd like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there in Melody Lane with all the other rich people. And I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? And then uh, Clark's kidnapped boss shows up. And last, what uh, what do you have for your favorite scene, Sean? I love the meltdown. The I love don't, bonus. don't get the bonus meltdown. Yeah. That's like the Hallelujah, best performance. Holy shit, of, where's the title? Right, yes, yeah. that's like Chevy Chase's best. Movie do you think moment. he's ad libbing some of that, or is it like the, an actual? The rumor is out? like it, so they say that he ad libbed it, but then there was also a rumor that people in the, on the other side of the shot were holding cue cards that only had like brainless, dickless, hopeless, so that he yeah. knew. Mm-hmm. There were words to say, but that it was mostly him. That was what the, a performance! Yeah. Amazing, he's so good. Don't piss me off, Art. You know my favorite line. It's not a rewatchable scene, but it's my favorite line. He comes out. He's got the Jason mask on. <laughs> and with the chainsaw. <laughs> he's got the chainsaw. Um, and Rocket goes, uh, "Where are you gonna put a tree that big?" He's like, "Bend over, and I'll show you." How dare you talk to me like that? Wasn't talking to you. Incredible. <laughs> and then, then, and then the, the the look that... Because we got to talk about Julia Louis-Jive. It's coming. Yeah. And the look is just fucking hysterical, man. Yeah. That's my favorite line so, of the whole movie. Underrated part of Clark is that, like, deep down, he's a fucking asshole. You know? Yeah. Like, he's, he's as much rough. as he's trying to do the super dad thing, like, he's 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 a wise ass. He's a fucking dick. What do you have for most rewatchable scene? Uh, all of those things, bro. Like, I literally... Uh, does, it's the same fucking list. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, except for one. Uh... My well, my favorite parts of these movies are like how horny Clark is, and just yeah. how, how him and the model at the uh, yeah. at the perfume counter. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah, like, that's first of all crazy, crazy, crazy performance by him in that scene. He's just falling continually all over saying himself. the wrong yeah. word. Yeah. We're all yeah. words. It's, it's a little bit nipply outside. And Russell's yeah. just like, oh, there's daddy. There's daddy. Yeah. 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 Getting freaky. He knows his father. Did Clark get me too? Do you think at some point? By his own kids, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's age the best? Julia Lee Dreyfus. Yeah. Yes. Like, right as she's filming Seinfeld Chronicles era, she's like so same hair and everything. Mm-hmm. She yeah, looks exactly good. the same now. It's weird. She yeah. like, has not aged a day. She's great. Do we like Todd and Margo? I think that the making, like, torturing yuppies is a very good late 80s, early 90s. What's age the best? Yeah. Classic yeah. Johnny. And it's just yeah. like, they're... They're yuppies down to the stereo system, to the jogging, to yeah. Todd and Margo. To their, like, no tree. To their minimalist, we're going to drink wine before we fuck in the middle. Like, the whole nine, they're so yuppie. And they yeah. get shit on it. The, the, the 80s audience is probably Nothing good that. happens for them. Yeah. Juliet Lewis, uh, basically auditioning for Cape Fear as, uh, as Audrey. Just throwing darts left and right. This Griswold daughter character was always like the pissy teenager just having that stage in life and I always thought they nailed it I think she's the best one yeah also like when the lights don't turn on and she gives Clark the like it's okay dad it's beautiful even without the lights on I was like that's fucking acting right there that's Julia as a father of daughters I was like one day my daughter will say that to me I like Diane Laid as as Clark's mom I thought she does a good job the uh 
<laughs> oh, Juliet Lewis saying, do you sleep with your brother? Do you know how twisted that is? <laughs> <laughs> the snoring grandparents are great. Uh, Van Beverly D'Angelo, first ballot, white girl hall of famer. First ballot. And they she, threw in a nightgown scene for you in bed. She looks even better. She looks in, incredible in this. Yeah. I don't feel like they gave her enough to do in no. this. No, I totally agree. Well, I will say this. is they, they, they didn't, but she is... Still the ultimate straight man to what Chevy Chase mm -hmm. is doing. But there's a lot more just sparky, 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 sparky than yeah. like giving her actual yeah. stuff. Yeah, I agree. I don't think Ty Lue moved the minutes around well enough for her. Yeah. Like, take George and Kawhi out and just let her run the offense for like seven minutes. She should have turned to Jeremiah Chechik and be like, I'm not Bones Highland, man. You need yeah. to run some plays for me. <laughs> there should have been her Christmas shopping on her own yeah. and getting hit yeah. on by some horny sales court. Yeah. That would something. actually be really awesome is if they had flipped it and then... and. And Barb had, like, she had, like, a guy that she was fantasizing about. That would have been pretty funny. Oh, that's what really happens good. in Vegas Vacation with Wayne Newton. Wayne yeah. Newton, oh, like, yeah. falls in love oh, with yeah. her. Oh, that's right. She was really good. I, I I just think that's how they did movies in the 80s, where the the wife was always, like, the accessory package for the star. Yeah. Mm. Or Ellen. Sorry, not Barb. The Christmas tree. Um, <laughs> when... <laughs> He does it, he puts it in, and then the next scene when he's in bed and he rubs her head and his hand Sad. sticks to it, and it sticks to the lamp. The thing's just sticking in the magazine. He's yeah. cooking in this. Like, I, I had that for what stage the best. There's just some good Chevy stuff, like the buying the presents from the hot sales lady, all that stuff. Uh, what stage the best? Shitter is full became like an all time Twitter <laughs> meme, right? Yeah. It's like a top fiver. Shitter's full. Shitter's full. <laughs> just. I, mean, I feel like that's on my Twitter timeline once yeah. a week. That's what the Chargers owner said to Brandon Staley this morning. <laughs> yeah. Shitter's full. Shitter's full. What else the FCR? Uh, the callbacks to the other movies like The White Loafers and yep. uh, Clark <laughs> screaming, Russ! When he's right there. <laughs> yeah. um, otherwise, you mentioned them. I said, yeah, just t torturing the yuppies is really a funny, a funny like thread through the movie. What do you have, Sean? Anything? Just this becoming, I think, generationally, the Christmas movie. Like, this yeah. is the number one. I don't think that they knew that when they were making the third vacation movie and they had to beg John Hughes to come back to write another one. And then Chris Columbus, well, I'm sure we'll talk about that. You never yeah. would have guessed that this movie would be, I mean, it's been how many years now? 35 years? 30 mm -hmm. almost? Yeah. And it's aged amazingly. It's like it's on every channel for two months every year. What do you got, Van? For me, it's finding out your, your dad is a horny freak. I remember the moment that it happened for me. Oh, no. You know what I mean? I feel like we've talked about this in a bunch of different movies. I like it. I like that we keep coming back to it. It's true. It I continues to Did age this come well. up in like Sea of Love? I can't remember it's what it's We got to do Basic Instinct yeah. just to bring Van's dad somehow. Oh, to my it. God. I just remember it like, you know, let's put it to you like this. I'll tell the story. I know this is like a family podcast. It's really not. But uh, my dad had gone to college with my seventh grade science teacher. Oh. And um, he sees her and she goes, Terry? And he goes, hey, how you doing? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what the hell is going on? And so then I go get in the truck and they talk and he comes in, he sits down in the truck, he goes, <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on? And I, 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 I was like, yeah, you know, Miss Williams, man. Tell you what, man, 1975, <laughs> she was something else, boy. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? I'm not going to tell you exactly yeah. what he said because, you know. But, yeah, so when I, that was the moment I realized, hey, he's fucked other women. Other, He's had sex. He had a lot of sex before mom. I had for another what stage the best. Are we not going to go around and talk about the women? No, we're we're just, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not on that one. <laughs> 
What's age the best? This is like when they just started making sequels. Mm. And it's just like, hey, here's some sequels. And here's another one. And they're making Lethal Weapon 2. Same year Ghost as Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. Back to the Futures 2. Fletch Lives. Another 48 Hours. Star Trek 5. You go through like the but Karate Kid 3 comes out that year. Um, they're really cashing out on the decade. There's another Nightmare on Elm Street. There's a Halloween movie. You just keep going and going. And, and there's a Friday the 13th Part 8. Jason Takes Manhattan. It's a good movie. Police Academy that. 6. Oh, and is this that City the, Under Siege? This is the only sequel that actually like really had legs, I feel like. I guess Back to the Future 2, but you know. Back to the Future 2 doesn't count. Phenomenon. But you know what I mean. Like out of like the, we're just trying to grab yes. cash for one more. This one actually was I good. I wonder whether you could make the argument that this is the, the like the sequel of all of those that you just made this is the one with the longest the longest legs like this is the one that lasted that has the still has the most kind of like a hold on the on people who watch movies. i had this for my Stephen a smith hottest take award is this the best number three movie because i feel like we've argued about this before well, yeah lord of the rings and jedi yeah and we have lethal weapon three i might Rocky prefer I, I might prefer uh international mobiary to this Godfather Three. There's been like some good threes. This might it's be in the, the conversation. This might be the three with the longest legs. I think it's really it's a franchises. beloved movie, right? That's the thing is, forget about like qualitatively. Like people just fucking love this movie. And Avengers: Infinity War. That's like number eighteen. Yeah, and that's not even that's not number three. <laughs> it's a great movie. There's, Avengers oh, yeah. is it's the third Avengers movie. Those are like comic book people. <laughs> All right, got it here. But like, uh, one thing about Back to the Future Two. Um, not a huge fan of three. Back to the Future three. Not a huge fan of it. I've Is that the Wild West one? Yeah, the Wild that West. sucked. It it would you say that Back to the Future two? I don't think it's held up nearly as well as Christmas Vacation. But it's got the sports book stuff. But it's got the sports book stuff. It's got the hoverboard shoes, yeah. the yeah. hoverboards. Yeah. I feel like it has a kind of a special. Place I love in pop to. Culture. I hope we do that. I like that movie. I like, I like movie two too. Yeah. I do not acknowledge three. One more. What's age the best is just the electrocuted cat. Electrocuted cat, which they uh, almost cut out, and the test audiences loved it, and they kept it. And <laughs> it's just the cat going through the. That cat floor. has a tough, super funny. tough run in this movie. Yeah, yeah. starts in a box. <laughs> As you know, I was delighted because I hate cats. <laughs> We're gonna take a break. Shots fired at Mel. Coming back. Some quickies. Kid Cuddy Pursuit of Happiness Award for Best Needle Drop. Here comes Santa Claus as the SWAT team shows up. Is really <laughs> yeah, strong. That's good. I love Mala Kaliki Maka. That's a that's huge, huge, yeah. huge song in my house growing yeah. up. That's mine. What do you got for Great Chat Gordo, Chris? Uh, I enjoy the network homage when they shoot Brian Doyle Murray down at the other end of the of the conference room table. He's just like, just leave it there. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the closing credits. It stays on Clark. And he's staring up, and it's like the end, and it's and it's like, man, this is staying a long time. And then <laughs> it pans back, and Snots is like one inch away from his crotch, <laughs> staring at him. <laughs> it's sneaky. You gotta that keep is truly watching. Probably, it. I bet Gordon Willis loved that shot too. <laughs> Gordon was like, "That's funny stuff right there." Uh, the Madler Rubin Award for did this movie need a better sex scene? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna say hell yes. Yeah. They. Beverly D'Angelo is begging for it in the nightgown scene. She's oh, like, let's, let's keep this rolling, guys. Let's go rated R right God, now. Guys, what the fuck are we begging for? Oh, my God. She, she's frisky. She you got know, him in the nap. It would the, be great if they had, if Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo had done the sex scene from Sea of Love. <laughs> <laughs> she has him up against the wall. 
<laughs> mounting him from behind. What are you looking for, Sparky? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's the genius of the movie, though, is that he's constantly being you know, drawn in by these supermodel women, but his wife is so, so fucking beautiful. hot. <laughs> yeah. Butch's girlfriend award weak link of the film. Well, we gotta talk about it. Russ's kids went backwards in age. Mm. Um, the kids have changed every movie. I think it's like a bit at this point is where they're making it, but um So there's a uh I was gonna save this for my Stephen A. Smith eyes take, which is really more of a theory than a take. Yeah. But Sean and I love this horror movie called Speak No Evil. Did you ever see that? Yeah. Is there a chance that the Griswolds are like the Speak No Evil couple who are just replacing their children every four years? Oh my god. Oh god. And renaming them Damn. Audrey. <laughs> That's dark. That's fucked up. That's, like, that's, you say that's, is dark. that's dark. That's what the movie is. That's really good. That'd be an amazing reveal. It's like that's the new, really this is the new Audrey. Yeah. Yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> we found her at uh, Mount Rushmore. <laughs> and he's like, Audrey, you look different. <laughs> all right, you look right. like that girl from Cape, Cape Fear. <laughs> so I'm going to rank the kids. I think we'll all probably have the same rankings, right? I, I wasn't prepared for this, but go ahead. Yeah. I th- I actually like Juliet Lewis as Audrey the most out of the three. She's Audrey's. the best for sure. Audrey, I agree. Sure. And I'd have Dana, uh, Dana Barron second, who mm-hmm. went on to date Brandon Walsh and Adam Tumano, and then the one from Euro like Vacation third. Um, Anthony Hill. Michael Hall's best Russ. Best Russ. Yeah. I would have the vac- the Christmas one second. Yeah, yeah, Galecki's good. Yeah, Galecki. And then Jason like Lively is just last. Just keep though. adding Rusties. <laughs> I still have them. Last. And then Ethan Embry is third. You'd have. Yeah. Yeah. Who's I don't remember who what actress plays the daughter in the in Vegas? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Yeah. I didn't even feel like looking it up. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> What's age the worst other than Randy Quaid in real life? Um in 2003, NBC aired a spin-off called National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 2, which featured Cousin Eddie's family on a Christmas vacation in the South Pacific. Randy Quaid, Miriam Flynn, so that's the couple, plus Dana Barron, who's the original Audrey, reprised their roles. The original Audrey? The original Audrey As came Audrey? back. Oh, yeah. And Ed Asner and Fred Willard were somewhere in it. I either saw this and blocked it out of my mind or never knew about it, but this movie exists. Wait, so it, Christmas there's Vacation no Clark, 2. Though. There's no Clark. It's a Cousin Eddie movie. But Audrey would be like, I guess I'll go on this South Pacific cruise. Maybe they run into her on the cruise ship. Okay. <laughs> Just passing along. Any other what stage is the worst fan? I was gonna ask the question. I always I'm fascinated with things that have culturally expired. Has It's a Wonderful Life as the defining Christmas movie every single year? Has that culturally expired? That's this is this is a great question. When I when this, I was this is the, the private is, Benjamin question. When the I was, answer is yes. When I was a kid, like they would run it. By the way, when we were talking about Christmas movies, I forgot about a Christmas story. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Black Christmas same director as a Christmas story. Yeah, but like when I was a kid. There was like a whole block of It's a Wonderful Life over and over and yeah. over. Yeah. And you could not have Christmas without it. It's the grandma movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. It just seems like it kind of fell out of the cultural. Set it aside as a Christmas movie. It's literally one of the 50 greatest movies ever made. It is. Um, it, I encourage you to revisit it. It is amazing. It is touching, scary, weird. Like it is not this like hackneyed cliche, sentimental, gloppy thing. Like the one second of the movie that we see in Christmas Vacation is what everyone thinks it is. That's not what it is. Yeah. Um, and it's very. it feels very modern because of the idea of it. But setting all that aside, it was like a major, major, major post-war movie in America. It's 1946, and it's America looking for a more hopeful future. 
we're like we're really far from that now. You know, we're 80 years on from that movie, so it, it definitely doesn't have. I don't think it sits in the same cultural space that it did when we were kids. I mm. also think it's a consequence of I have this very distinct memory of whenever I would go home from college or like when I was living in New York, and even back then, it was still kind of like we only have like 10 channels, 15 yeah. channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they're showing It's Wonderful Life, that's just what you were watching. You know, it was if they're showing Ten Commandments, it's just what's on TV for the next two days. And now you're like, I'm going to go watch Top Boy. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go watch Yellowstone in my room. Call me when dinner's ready kind of thing. Like, I, I think it's like a consequence of like, there's, there's just too much for people to choose from. So they're not like going back to the same movies on the same day together. Hmm. Did you ever see Jimmy Stewart do the poem about his dog on The Tonight Show? No. I haven't to send it to you. Okay. It's one of the greatest moments in the history of network television. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. I have no idea. All right. Just go look that up on YouTube. <laughs> um, is Castaway a Christmas movie? I mean, under the fucking diehard definition, I would say it is. He goes away in the holidays. He says, I'll be back. They in the spirit presents. of Christmas, sure it is, Bill. Yeah. We're just never going to agree on this. <laughs> I feel like Elf has replaced It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. I feel like Elf Possible. is the movie yeah. for the act the, like the current gen, like under 40 generation we were gonna we're yeah. gonna do elf at some okay. point it's, i didn't want to do two christmas movies in a row um elf is great but elf we'll do elf at some point elf's got the peter dinklage Dion waiters <laughs> all time <laughs> out of control <laughs> rename movie. rename the the award was there a better title for this movie oh wait can i do one more what's age the worst yeah let's hear it. uh clark's credit score <laughs> I feel like every movie he's like really over leveraged. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, don't worry about it. We got traveler's checks. Don't don't worry about it. Like I'm I'm way like I as long as this thing happens, we'll be able to afford this lavish trip that we're on right now. Yeah. And this one is really funny with the but the oh, like you would not put an above ground pool in hoping that you got a bonus. Right. Yeah. 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 You, you, you know what else? These movies, they are they really get into workplace violence a lot. He's <laughs> <laughs> doing two different people kidnapped, like kidnapping bosses. It's really, it's yeah. a, it's a, yeah. it's a eat the rich commentary that's going on mm. in the National Lampoon situation. The Ref, another Christmas movie featuring a kidnapping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Featuring a kidnapping. That movie's bad. Kevin Spacey, where you at? Damn. Was there a better title for this movie? Would you just go Christmas Vacation or do you like having the National Lampoon? I like having the National Lampoon. I also, most people probably just refer to it as Christmas Vacation. That's what we do. Best quote. I like when he says, Christmas is about resolving differences and seeing through the problems of petty life. I think that's pretty much true. Mm. Clark says that near the beginning. What do you have? Anybody else have a hottest take? I disturbed you with mine. I had my, is this in the running for... Best number three sequel. Okay. It's certainly one of the most rewatchable. You have a, any takes or not? Not really. I don't know if it's a take. I was hinting at it, but I, I feel like it's the best Chevy Chase dramatic performance. Oh. Like, you really believe the crisis of Clark in the yeah. movie. Where he's like, because of what Chris was saying, he's like over leveraged on a pool in his house, but he's like, we don't have enough money in the bank yeah. To, yeah. to get through this. So The movie, at some point, and maybe... I've watched this is the third time I've watched it this Christmas I watched it we watched it twice when I was in Baton Rouge with my, my mother and my grandmother at, at a certain point it gets weirdly oddly touching like you yeah know, like there's a there's a scene where after he's talking to his his niece and you know they're talking about Santa Claus and he goes I can't even afford to be an elf and you're like fuck man 
Like this guy has hinged this big thing for his family. He's out of these dreams. It's like kind of an American thing. It's, yeah. It, it, it actually kind of gets there as far as that's concerned. The scene when he gets the, he thinks he's getting the bonus check, but he gets a lifetime jelly. Jelly. Of the jelly. <laughs> it, that was a little good times, James Evans-ish, where he thinks something good is about to happen and mm. the whole family's yeah. around him. Oh, it's going to happen, yeah. dad. And then he gets kicked in Does, the balls. We don't, we don't do Christmas bonuses here at Spotify. Like, is the Christmas bonus in oh, what's corporate America a thing that people are still like, I don't know what my bonus will be and it will arrive yeah, on right. December that, that, 22nd. usually set in a contract. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, I knew guys that had them, but they were all like these weirdo financial dudes. Yeah, they're all like, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna buy so much cocaine now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My bonus was an eight ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Casting what ifs, Chris Columbus was supposed to direct the movie and had a personality clash with Chevy Chase. Yes. Oh, it was not, you don't say. Not undifficult and as an Even uh, for as much as we obviously love this movie it's interesting to read the john hughes stuff around the time of the film and afterwards where he's like yeah this has kind of become just like a chevy chase vehicle thing like it's yeah. not it's not like what it was in uh national lampoon's vacation where it's like more about the family and stuff like that well it worked out for chris columbus because john hughes is like here's this other script i have and it became home alone one mm. of the most successful yeah. movies the last 40 years here's a good one this isn't a casting what if but it's a good casting thing Ruby Sue, mm -hmm. the daughter in this movie who has the scene with him talking about Santa Claus, was in one other movie that we've done on the rewatchables that came out two years earlier. Can you guess the movie? So 1987. Yes. That's not... No. What? Say it, Sierra. I, I, for sometimes she looks like Newt from Aliens, but I know we haven't nope. done Aliens. No. So. Was she all dirty in this movie? No. Okay. She was the little girl in Fatal Attraction. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> who Glenn Close oh. took to the amusement park? And, and his she, rabbit and got who, boiled. Rab, who she boiled a rabbit? So her she's two big roles were her rabbit got boiled, and she got tortured by Glenn Close, and then she's in this movie getting tortured by cousin Eddie's sewage. That's leak. great. I will Legendary. not be ignored. Crazy. That's that guy. Brian Doyle Murray's not of that guy. I'm not nah, I think so. He's excellent in this movie. Nicholas though. Guest. Doris Roberts isn't of that guy. No. Nah. William Hickey, Hickey, we did the last time. He's yep. William Hickey. Who, no. Who's the guy that wasn't William Hickey nominated for an Oscar? Yeah. yeah. Who's the guy that's Clark's Sam McMurray? Sam McMurray. I his, thought. His, I have him right now. His, his buddy, his, his colleague. Yeah. 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 He's got to be that the guy, guy right? Yeah. yeah. Sam McMurray. I didn't know his name until I looked it up for this podcast. Is he a I, voice on The Simpsons? I don't know. I don't. He resembles. Uh, I'm gonna ask you guys. I don't know him from this. There's another movie yeah. that I feel like he's more etched into my mind. And from. is he more of a heel in another, like more of a bad guy? In another yeah. Movie? yeah. Like, uh, there's another movie. He's the the voice of Duff Beer. Oh, on The Simpsons. Yeah. Where he, he, I feel like he's a he plays the police or something like that. In a in a there's another movie that I know him from. It's not this one. IMDb says we know him from Raising Arizona. That's LA, it. Raising so, Arizona. That's okay. it. That's the movie. Yeah, he's yeah, that's the movie I know him from. Yeah, and. JLD's husband, whatever. Nicholas Guest. Yeah, he's that guy. Yeah. What else has he been in? I mean, I assume he's related to Christopher Guest. Hmm. Not sure. I didn't do my Nicholas Guest research for this episode. <laughs> Dion Waiters, I mean, Cousin Eddie just. Oh, I have JLD. Over Cousin Eddie? I think Eddie's in too much of it. Eddie's fucking Clay Thompson in this movie. I think it's JLD. 
that's pretty good. What about Nicolette Scorsese as Mary the sales clerk? So I was trying to do mm. some research around this young lady last not night. Related. Um, <laughs> not related. Not computer. related. On your work computer? <laughs> not or related. Or yeah. Incognito mode? Uh, Incognito mode fantasy? No, uh, no verification on any of those questions. <laughs> yeah. the, one, the one image I could find of her not from this movie was a series of paparazzi photos at a movie premiere. Mm. And she is on the arm of a young Sean Penn. Oh, there and you it go. says Sean Penn with Sean date Penn Nicolette Scorsese. Did wow. you watch the Sean Penn on Burnfall's pod video? Of course that I, I did. You? Oh my God. Incredible stuff. <laughs> uh, I like, I really like John Randolph in this movie, Chevy's dad. Yeah, I didn't he's know, good. I didn't know anything about him. I'd seen him before. I didn't know if he was a that guy or Dion Waiters or whatever, but he's got a really interesting story. Yeah. He was a blacklisted actor who oh, oh, had wow. a career in the 50s and then he and his wife refused to testify during House on American Activities, didn't work for 15 years. And then in 1966, John Frankenheimer grabs him and he's like, you know, he, he was somebody who was trying to resuscitate the careers of people after that. Put him in this movie called Seconds. And then he works as a character actor for like 30 more years. Wow. That's a movie in and of itself. It's a really interesting story. So JLD, we're going for Cousin. That's my, that's my okay. vote. Or DM winners. Uh, recasting Couch 2023 version, who would you have as Clark? This was so hard. Like I, when I when I when I tell you that I couldn't really picture somebody. Would you do Will Ferrell? Just call it a day. You could, but I, I kind of think, think he's too old. He, he's too old, and he's oddly too goofy. Can like, I go sideways with a with a brain breaker? Mm. Could Chappelle do it? I think he might be too old. <laughs> well, he's only fifty. <laughs> what does Dave Chappelle? Is, around the same around the same same is Clark speech while cutting 50. the turkey? <laughs> Chase, I looked this up. Chevy Chase born nineteen forty three. He's about. He's okay. like. He's 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 around. That's 50. what I was thinking. The Chappelle. I always so thought Chappelle as an actor was 45. like. Yeah, 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 that, yeah that's like forty six. That's yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I just wanted more Chappelle yeah. acting. You know. Yeah, I feel like he could have been in a movie like that. I don't. He doesn't do anything. That's what I'm saying. Scary. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Chappelle just smoking a cig, like putting Christmas lights on. I don't know. I like it. Will Ferrell's 56 and Chappelle is 50. Like, you, so who's an actor who's, I mean, the person who I think is actually trying to have Chevy's career in a weird way is Ryan Reynolds. Ooh. Oh, he, that works. Oh, yeah. You know, like he, he's, he, that's the comic he, tone. He's I mean, he can't too do that good looking, but, yeah. like, but, but th th that works. He doesn't have the everyman quality. He yeah. you, no. you, you, he's you too jacked. Deadpool is yeah. essentially like Fletch with a suit on. Exactly. exactly. John Hamm, though. I think well, he's a little too old, too. Yeah. Ben Affleck? Too old. I guess he's too old. That's the thing is, who is... Christmas Vacation presented by Mint Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, who's in the age range right now is like Ryan Gosling, you know? What's well, that Chris Evans age range, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, have you guys seen American Fiction? Yes. Sterling K. Brown. Great. Oh, great call. Like, Sterling... He's too old, too. He's in his 50s. I don't I know, but it's the whole black thing. So, like, it, it, like he could be anywhere from 35... He's 47. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so Sterling, to me... Court, I love you. I love Jeffrey. I love Tracy. All my peeps. The single best thing about American fiction to me, he's hysterical in the movie. Sean and I were talking about the other day. Like most people would have had him in the lead role and Jeffrey Wright in the other role. Flipped it around? Yeah. Interesting. But the move was to do what Jeffrey Court did. It. But Sterling, he's so funny in the movie. There's a cutaway to him on the, having a phone call with his brother in the movie that is super, <laughs> super funny when he's in Arizona. Yeah. Half-assed internet research. The old Dodge pickup that tailgated Clark in the beginning was also used in Overboard and They Live. I love this. 
Um, <laughs> the stories that Dodge pickup could tell. Wow. Chevy Chase, when he flips out and starts punching the, the decorations in the front lawn, he actually broke his pinky finger when he punched Santa Claus, which is why he started kicking stuff. He was mad he got hurt. The old, the, so when you oh. watch that again, he punches Santa Claus, breaks his pinky, and he's like, ah, and just starts kicking stuff. And it might be real and not totally in the script. That's the Jaden McDaniels right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris mentioned his cousin Eddie's shoes are the same ones that he gave Clark as a gift in the original vacation. They do a little callback. And then this the soundtrack, there's some good stuff with it. The Holiday Road, for some reason, is not included. Maybe they didn't want to pay for it. Um, but the the opening song has had a whole history in high school musical. Um, it's just a bunch of the stuff. Made the staples, right? Yeah, and there yeah. was um, a bootleg soundtrack that came out that wasn't official that exists. And there's like 10,000 copies of it. And people have it. Really? It's a real thing. There's a yeah. great Ray Charles Christmas song in this yeah. movie. And then the score is by Angelo Badalamente, which <laughs> wow. is the weirdest thing ever because his whole career is basically David Lynch movies. Yeah. You know, he did Twin Peaks. He did Blue Velvet. And Christmas Vacation, <laughs> it's a very, very unusual pick for the composer. And then our girl Beverly D'Angelo improvised grabbing Chevy Chase's crotch when the SWAT team held up the house. Um telling you man she was upset yeah she got she got like in shape she was like am i gonna at least get a shower scene they're like no no we're going pg this time Beverly. yeah they they changed the whole thing they didn't come back to it and then after this she has maybe like five or six years of being a sexy hollywood actress and then it kind of just like dissipates well she she jumps right from this movie to a classic that has not been on the rewatchables yet pacific heights oh mm. my god yeah yeah the tenant from hell when, when I'm putting oh it, that's I'm putting that on the on the calendar. I watched Flight again, by the way. Flights Flights now like loom. Flights hanging. It's over. circling the the runway now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> upside down. Doing upside down. Doing it's, it's inverted. Doing a <laughs> upside down. Apex Mountain. Nobody in the cast. Being trapped in the attic. Does it ever work better in a movie? Everybody's well, worst fear, right? Oh shit! Okay, I'm trapped okay. in the attic. That's also in Black Christmas. That's where the, that's where some of the craziest shit happens. Is in yeah. the attic. Yeah. The Jelly of the Month Club. I don't think it's ever been better. <laughs> okay. He begs Mountain for the Jelly of the Month Club. Christmas lights. I'm going to say yes. yeah. I was, yeah. I have Christmas Christmas lights. lights for sure. 35 years of Christmas. Can we lights? just? I'm 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 my thinking is taking me here. There's been a lot of accomplishments in Chicago. 89, 90. Christmas yeah. in Chicago, has it ever been better? Yep. MJ, crushing. Suburban Chicago. Mm, yep. The Haw How are the Hawks doing? Yep. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a big uh, hockey guy. Hockey guy. I don't think the Hawks are doing great. What else is going on? Well, Kevin McAllister's stuck at home alone and Clark Griswold's got yep. the fucking lights up. It's We're, the, it's the Christmas good. town. Yeah. We're on America. the fumes of the 85 Bears, you know? The, yeah. The We're last still run talking of Walter the Payton. Refrigerator Perry. It's pretty good. Obviously, Home Alone is right around the corner. I think you, for Chicago, you can make a case. I think we litigated this before that 85, 86 was the peak. Mm. Ryan Sandberg. The 85 Bears. His peak. Yeah. 85 Bears. They get Jordan, Ferris Bueller. All the Hughes movies are adjacent. Mm -hmm. It's a good argument. Um, Septic tanks. <laughs> septic tanks getting empty in the street. Yeah. Definitely. That's what I learned about them. They know it <laughs> was. this is the top of Christmas movies? For me, it is. But. Everybody's answer. You know what's crazy? Is, as we've been sitting here naming Christmas movies, now there's 
there's more competition for the top spot than I thought that there was because The Christmas Story is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I didn't even think about it. Mm -hmm. But I still would put this one as, as my number what one. What about Tyler Perry Puts a Star in the Tree? <laughs> you I love that, that one yet? <laughs> no, I haven't. Like, look, here's the thing. And Bill, I want you to be careful. Because, because, uh, all right. I'm just uh, making title so, jokes. All right. Maxine's boy. Like, 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 uh, um, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it's my my favorite Christmas. Movie it would be really time. a good category. Would be like how would, how could this be a Tyler Perry movie? <laughs> we should <Yeah>. have that. <laughs> but you, it, it's it's Tyler Perry Christmas bonus. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a good category because like all of his movies, they almost get there to a point to where you're like, oh shit, and then it's like. It's Tyler Perry. But, he knows what he's doing. But yeah. like basic instinct could be like Tyler Perry's I fucked a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> but but here's the thing about the movie though. But here's the thing about the movie though. Here's the thing. The question is when you when you do the Tyler Perry part of uh -huh. a basic by the way, Tyler Perry, tremendous success. I gotta say that. You think he's listening? Okay. He's literally doing the Scrooge McDuck into the gold coins thing right he's now. He's doing it. Yeah. I love Tyler. He's just thing. Whenever you think about making a movie into a Tyler Perry movie, you have to think about where Medea fits in. Yeah. So the question mm -hmm. is, if you do Tyler Perry's Basic Instinct, where do you put Medea into that movie? She's, she's, in, she's in the interrogation <laughs> yeah. chair, uncrossing oh her yeah. legs. So Medea, Medea, no, Medea should be the woman that she's, that she's dancing with in the nightclub. Uh, <laughs> oh, she's, she's Roxy? Uh, she's, she's Roxy. Roxy. Yeah. That, that, that's dope. That's dope. Gabriel, you usually Madea, let's have a little talk, man to man. What does he Douglas say in the bathroom? Mm -hmm. Medea pulls out the 22. I just watched it. Douglas is naked for 48 seconds yeah. for reasons that remain unclear. He's just like, I'm going to walk around my ass out. Like, it, that that movie to me was, that that was my awakening right there. Yeah. Basic instinct. Yeah, my mom was talking about it. She went and saw it and she was saying all of this stuff. I was like, yeah. that didn't really happen. Medea is Gene Triplehorn. Gene, Tri Gene Triplehorn is throwing heat in that fucking movie, guys. The movie's amazing. We, we did a rewatchable. Re Gene Triplehorn is Although, throwing heat. It could be a good live Mal one. Mal kind of closed it down. Like, I can't imagine ever, like, topping what Mal did on it's that It's kind of like Ryan on the town. Like, it's, like, we, that's, that one's in, on Mount Rushmore. Yeah, we're never yeah. doing the town again. Yeah. yeah. I just sent Rosillo and Chris, there was a picture of Blake Lively at Taylor Swift's birthday party. <laughs> And I, and I sent them the picture with the text. I got shine a babysitter. I'm going out for Taylor's birthday. <laughs> I had Taylor get sick bees tickets. <laughs> She's got sick Chiefs tickets. Uh, uh, Picking nits. Would they really just all go to breakfast without Clark? What happened there? Yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Clark's not going? When they leave him in the attic? Yeah, they leave yeah. him in the attic. He's in his pajamas. Everybody else is dressed. Hughes rips himself off. One year later with Home Alone. Like, you really leave in the house without your kid? Right. Yeah, maybe that's where I got the idea. Uh, there's a full moon from December 18th to December 24th. Just going to point that out. Mm -hmm. Usually that's not how full moons go. There are also uh, no mountains in Illinois. Great point. Wow. Is there anywhere to even go where downhill? They, they go twice right. to the mountains. They shot in Colorado. Yeah. So, yeah. Any of the picking nets? Oh, the, obviously the, the tree. The tree. The tree Are you going to uproot a goddamn tree out of the frozen ground? I got another one, too, that related to trees. The second tree, you know, the squirrel? The squirrel's not jumping out when you're bringing the tree in the house. Squirrels yeah, sure. are the jumpiest creatures of all time. True. What was that squirrel sleeping in Getting there? Getting away. That's not happening. I mean, we could pick, it's a comedy, but you could pick, it's like, you, you couldn't slide down that fast and go that far and end up at a Walmart. That's I'm not going to do that. Yeah. 
Sequel, prequel, prestige TV, all black cast are untouchable. I think we've broken that down like every which yeah. way you could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Medea's Christmas bonus. Yeah. Love it. Blair, is this, Blair Underwood as Clark. Is this movie better with Wayne Jenkins, Danny Trejo, Catherine Hahn, Steve Buscemi, Sam Jackson, JT Walsh, Byron Mayo, or Philip Baker Hall? <laughs> I was looking for some place to put Byron here, but the SWAT team busting in at the end is just pure Wayne Jenkins. <laughs> Goddamn, Clark! <laughs> I didn't know I was a super kidnapper. You're like Paul Dano and the yet to be released in evil and new movie prisoners. Hey, what's with all these senior citizens hanging out in your living room? You got the fucking cast of Cocoon in here. And motherfucking Diane Ladd. You gotta let your boss go or you're going away a long fucking time, big boy. <laughs> it's now just about the volume yeah, no. the, the, the intensity it's like a heat wave <laughs> wait till Wayne Jenkins checks in on Ted Leonisa's moving the <laughs> wizards to fucking <laughs> Virginia <laughs> how says that's not happening okay yeah I mean I know he'd be more con- concerned with the Ravens but just one DMV Oscar guy. who gets it Chevs who Chevy you wanna go Randy Quaid supporting <laughs> Who won supporting actor this year? In, in so that be <laughs> like who did you do? Nineteen eighty nine. Who do you have to beat? Isn't that Driving Miss Daisy here? Oh, whatever could beat that. Um, please let it win. Okay. Now oh, they always do this when you look up the nineteen eighty nine Oscars gotta look and then the it shows later. the wrong because yeah. it's like nineteen ninety. At some point in my life, I'm going to figure that out. All this right, it's going to be sick. Yeah, it's Denzel and Glory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can you imagine if fucking Randy Quaid from Christmas Vacation oh, beat Denzel bro, and Glory and then Bill was the only guy who was like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> Love that guy. He could have got a nomination. This is a good, this is a good Oscar. You're yeah, Driving Miss Daisy is awful, but it's born on the 4th of July, Dead Poets Society, Field of Dreams, My Left Foot for Best Picture. And then you've also got it's crimes and misdemeanors that year. Mm. It's uh, it it's uh, do the right thing, obviously. Sex lies Danny Honestly, I, sex lies, yeah. Randy Quaid in, in Vacation is just as good as Dan Aykroyd in Driving Miss Daisy. I was going to say agree. Marlon yeah, Brando agree. in a dry white season. When was the last conversation? I have about never that movie? seen that movie. Tyler Perry's a dry white Tyler season. Perry's a, dry- <laughs> a dry white season is good. <laughs> I've never seen it. Yeah, yeah. I don't even. I, this is the first I've ever actually heard of it. I don't, I don't, I've never seen it before. Oh, yeah. yeah. Criterion Collection, check it out. This okay. was the year that Michelle Pfeiffer did not win for the Fabulous Baker Boys, which is a top 10 Oscar crime. To be honest yeah. with you, terrible. Michelle Pfeiffer, maybe not, but that portrayal, all time minted Hall of Fame white girl. Love it. On top of the piano, she should Fabulous win the Oscar. Baker Boy. Um, probably unanswerable questions. Why didn't we have more Griswold movies? Chevy? Especially as Chevy's career started to drop in the 90s. I feel like they could have pumped one out like every three years. We could have had an Easter Griswold, movie. We could have uh, done Fourth Thanksgiving. July. Yeah. yeah. Feels like they just could have kept this going. I mean, people don't like working with him. He's not a nice guy. <laughs> He's really not a nice Sorry, guy. Sorry, Chevy. He's a comic genius. He was, you know, and you know what? It's interesting with his career because as long as he was, it's like anything else. They put up with the asshole, and sorry to say it like that, but that's the word. You, they put up with the asshole for as long as the asshole is hot, and then the first opportunity they get to not do it anymore, they bail. That's, they, what, he, that's what happened to him. He would yeah. keep getting like, You're signaling oh. Chris right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not part of Van's coup. <laughs> Did Todd and Margot stay married after this, after this holiday week? 
divorced. They don't have kids. They don't have pets. She seems really fed up with him by the end of this. I think it's over. And I'll be honest with you. Todd didn't really do nothing. Nah. Todd sucks. Go over to the house and yell at him. But, I mean, for what? For how to stand up for his house. I know multiple things broken. I think that it's underrated how fucked up it is when Chevy's like, bend over and I'll show you. That, that's talking the one. to your wife and I'm wearing a ski mask or a hockey mask <laughs> yeah. and waving a chainsaw. The guy's got a chainsaw in his fucking hand. The hate. fucking cops are getting, are getting called. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any other unanswerables? We did everything, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, best double feature choice has got to be the first vacation. I would pair these together and that's a fun Three hours and forty minutes, or Home Alone, or Home Alone. Yeah, or Home Alone. I like I like Four Christmases just because tonally it's pretty similar to this, or it's in the same ballpark. The Indian Red Zawatney Award for what happened the next day. Did Clark ever get the pool? They yeah. go under construction. Yeah. Probably happens, right? Twenty percent on top of that bonus. Well, it's got the enough money. better question is like when Brian Doyle Murray gets back and talks to his CFO about bringing the bonuses back. You know, and he's just like, can't do that. And he's like, all right. He's I'll like, be- here's what happened. They kidnapped me, but I realized I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that little decision is going to cost him a couple million dollars. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people yeah. working for him. Yeah. What piece of memorabilia would you want from this movie, Van? I want the fucked up sled. With oh, the, oh, with the, the silicone sled. Yeah, yeah, I want the silicone sled with the that iconic for me. I was thinking Bear's hat. Bear's hat's great. Um, just because he wears it for the first half of the movie. But uh, the sled's a good one. Mm-hmm. What do you got? I like uh, Clark's Tasmanian Devil coffee mm-hmm. mug in the office. Oh. And then he's got the Wally World mug he that does. he has around he the house. Does. Also, Blackhawks jersey is pretty good. The old school Blackhawks yeah. jersey he's wearing. Coach Finstock Award for Best Life Lesson. Nobody I, has an easy holiday season. I'm about to have a three-person Christmas this year. Mm. Me, my wife, and my daughter. Those are the best. And I think the lesson of this is don't invite people over for Christmas. Why do you think I live in LA? Make them travel. Got, a, got away from all my family. They have to come see me. You want, you want, to, you want to be a part you're, of this? You're like, come yeah, over like here. Michael Corleone in Tahoe. I'm here, yeah. It's <laughs> 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 a uh, large body of water. You got to... Mine is, if a dog starts humping your leg... Let, let him finish. finish. <laughs> let him finish. That's yeah. fair. Who won the movie? Chevy. Agreed. Chevy. Chevy across the board. Yeah. We don't have Craig today because he's not here, so we can't get his take. Um, I'm sure he enjoyed it. But we are... Uh, yeah, I wonder if we could just have Craig dub himself in at the end. Yeah, so, he didn't die. Like, it, no, I know. So <laughs> well, I, I was excited for his take because he didn't really like the Tyler first Perry's vacation. Tyler Perry's Craig Holbeck's funeral. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Medea's funeral <laughs> eulogy. Uh, good to see you guys. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Guys.